lost. We've laughed. We've, laughed. <laughs> We've lived, laughed, loves. Mm-hmm. We've gotten Agreed. angry. We've gotten sad. We dissed on Call Me Cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Made the same jokes too many times. We've had all kinds of crazy ratings for stuff. <laughs> and things. Sticker. We said things that sounded better in our heads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we said things that we said we were going to cut, but we didn't. We've been angry. <laughs> but as with all good things, we must come to an end. Mm-hmm. But the real community was the friends we made along the way. Yeah. <laughs> always remember, nothing can be proven. <laughs> Everything <laughs> is alleged. <laughs> Hope we're recording. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> uh oh. <no. laughs> oh, shoot. You're supposed to take the lens off the front yeah. of the camera, right? <laughs> All right, guys. Here we are. This is it. YAA. The last dance. Final showdown. It's the final countdown. The setting sun. <sighs> Goodbye, farewell, amen. Yes. Good, good, good. Yes. Good. Wedding videography. Mm-hmm. And. The Emotional Consequences of Broadcast <laughs> Television, which is one of the best titles for a TV show episode ever. Well, well, well. If it isn't the consequences of my own actions. Mm. <laughs> watching guys. this TV show. Let's do it, guys. Let's, let's get into these. These are two good episodes. What better way to end a show than with a wedding episode? Mm, right? Yeah. Every good TV show has a wedding episode. Yeah. And probably some bad ones, too. Every, I'm sure Clark <laughs> had a wedding episode. <laughs> <I'm sure laughs> had to go for an actual wedding. Oh, gosh. Uh, it turns A+. Um... That scene with slow it. down, baby, slow down. Just take it. Uh, you're take right. It. You're, you're you jump right into it. You know. So <laughs> you let him get up. Let him go. <laughs> Would you watch the sun? Would you watch it? Would you watch it in bed? Did you watch it on your couch? Oh, I didn't watch it in bed. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you wear? You're watching it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll make you sorry. <laughs> oh goodness. Which is uh, how I feel about this episode, honestly. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. A plus stuff. Um. That scene with Annie at the start, um, when I first watched it, it totally tricked me into thinking that something was happening between Annie and Abed. Because, mm. like, I didn't realize they were doing a scene at first, and it was very well done. Yeah. But, I mean, you guys know that I've always thought Annie and Abed could actually work because, especially by the end, Annie understands Abed pretty well. Yeah. Abed understands people. And the roommates. <laughs> yeah, and, and the roommates already. I mean, and they're, they're going to Los- They're both going on that plane at the end of... Exactly. Map of the you know the season finale or series finale. So, so I mean, it's all right there. Mm. Um, to a whole new world, truly. Until they uh, you know reboot this in a couple of years with only the, those two actors, and you yeah, know, it's a lot worse than the original. Like, <laughs> you know, certain radio psychiatrists that we know. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah Annie Avin and four black women. Like, yeah, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and it's in Miami for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, I loved which this I guess this could have been a, a diorama question for this episode, but like. If you were doing Garrett celebrity, Garrett Mary celebrity, what celebrity impression would you do? Oh. Mm. Uh, the ones they do in this episode are hilarious. Aubrey Plaza and yeah, uh, I do. <laughs> what is the one that Chang does? That's not uh, Christian Slater. Yeah, and he just like, <laughs> uh, yeah, Jack Nicholson or whatever. I'm not um, really good at impressions. Christian is. I would just do generic British guy. Generic British guy. Yeah. yeah. Do you take Garrett to be your wife? <laughs> I do. I don't know who. Maybe if you've seen Peaky Blinders, you can help me out. I don't oh really yeah, know. yeah. You you sound like Rio Ferdinand. He was um, um Manchester United legend hmm. defender. So okay. I mean, that's I was, that, that's, that's exactly what I was thinking too, yeah. Jonathan. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna yeah, say yeah. brother, Ryan Fernando. Yeah, yeah. that guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was pretty fun though. You're right. I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, what celebrity impression? <laughs> I I do a lot of Tony Soprano. At my, at, 
you know, allegedly. I do a lot of t- I do a lot of Tony Soprano at home. So, which, you know, you know, most mobsters wouldn't marry a man, but hey, this, this is our game. So, Tony Soprano would be mine. Mm. Maybe he's Garrett. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Any other any other A pluses? I thought, I thought I thought the pitching was a very clever. It's it was it was fun to see. Like I don't know. I always love like cutaways, cutaway gags cuz you know, ADHD brain and all that. Um <laughs> But I really liked, um, I liked Frankie's and I liked uh, Chang's. Those are two of my mm-hmm. favorite ones. Frankie's was just like, because obviously she's like, I don't own a TV. And so she doesn't know, you know, what that would be. So it's just everybody like, hello, how are you? Hello. Oh, we yeah. could learn about science, maybe. And maybe. Oh, you think, I think my next episode. Because that's. Oh, uh, that is right. <laughs> all good. All good. <laughs> um, no, I, I thought, and then especially at the wedding and like really getting before the wedding, like. It, it almost felt like Jeff did like a line of coke, coke before he got over there because he was just like, yeah, like it just had high energy the whole time. I felt I thought I was under the impression that they were all like drunk or something mm-hmm. when they got to the wedding. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Yeah. Because they're like, all acting really weird. You know, like just way over the top goofy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and like, I mean, it worked. It was yeah. it was fun to watch. Um, and then, I mean, I'm not saying I'm, I'm I'm a black person, so I can't step in the shoes of Elroy. But I feel like he is right about what he says about white people like. That's the key to white people is just to encourage them, you know, <laughs> and and like the, especially the way he does it, where he's just like, you know what you're doing, <laughs> no matter what they're doing. It's, Look at the way you're handling those. Yeah, yeah, just some kind of yeah, those this. meatballs. Yeah. <laughs> what about you guys? Uh, bones, mm. bones. Funniest, th- funniest part of the whole show. Garrett and his brother Bones. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of forgot about that part. Are you watching this? Yeah, you're yeah. like ah, it's. I mean, it's kind of dumb. Because you're like, oh, of course, it's it's like a little less steeped in the community lore, more of like, oh, this is a season, a season coming to an end, you know, a season mm-hmm. coming to an end. But it was fun. And then um, I think an all-timer is uh, Elroy standing up. Now there's a man who knows how to marry his cousin. <laughs> That's a classic line. It is. It's yeah. a meme. Please don't gym the camera like that. <laughs> he keeps talking about gymming the camera. What do you mean gymming the camera? Uh, and then when Chang's up there at the end, like, no, you're giving the really actually pretty good speech, honestly, to Garrett. Yeah. And, uh, what's what's the, the girl's name? Stacy, Stacy, yeah, yeah. Which was Dan Harmon's wife at the time. Whoa, I thought that was interesting. I read that. Did she looks a little too young for him? But mm-hmm. maybe she's older than she looks. <laughs> um, but he's been having. He has given that speech, and there's a guy that's like, "Let him finish, sir." They were letting me finish. <laughs> I knew I was being sarcastic because <laughs> I think Chang makes a joke like that earlier in the show, like or there's a joke about like, "Let him finish." Or something. Is that a, another line? Well, are you thinking? Are you thinking of uh, Pierce being like, "Let's tear this mother down"? No, that's <laughs> what I'm I, maybe it's not. I don't know. I can't remember. Shoot. Um, I thought I, I thought that was a callback. That's why I was. Yeah, felt like it was kind of, but maybe not. So yeah, it feels like a callback. I don't. I can't remember that. Because like I've definitely heard that before. Like let him finish. Mm-hmm. As a, it's not really a joke. I guess just something somebody says, but I don't think so. <laughs> If he said, oh, snap, yo. Yeah. That been- <laughs> yeah leading any- the class. Did you give your A plus lines? Your A plus well, I, yeah. I, yeah, I, sh- I, I shook up one of the li- the episodes, too. I don't know why I completely <laughs> forgot which, which episode was which. But yeah, I'd say Bones was. And then the, the there's a man who knows how to marry his cousin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like the end tag where it's like, hello, I'm the man who directed the the cousin, the incest, incest episode. Is, yeah, <laughs> incest episode. I'm like, did did he do that? Was that like on, on purpose? Like, I don't I don't get it. Like, yeah, yeah. My partner Sam was like, like appalled at me because I didn't know incest was illegal. I just thought it was like something like, like taboo. 
Yeah, I just thought it was like a unspoken unspoken rule of society. Like you just don't date your cousin or sister, or, you know, whatever brother, sister, you know, mother, uncle, whatever. Like <laughs> mother, I, father. Yeah, <laughs> there's a, yeah, but like yeah, there's like actual laws. I was like, dang. I mean, but it also, makes sense, right? Like <laughs> it, it makes sense, but also like I didn't know there was people who were like looking to break that law. <laughs> it's I don't even remember what led to this, but I actually found like because. You know, in the episode, like, well, we talked to a lawyer and it's actually legal in Colorado. Um, but like in some places, like if it's like your second or third cousin and it actually is legal, mm-hmm. I guess they're like, uh, the gene pool's not too totally diluted, so it's totally fine. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying I'm an advocate for incest, but I am saying that. <laughs> don't don't finish that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was good. <laughs> Lean the glass. Lean the glass. <laughs> I had a Abed just because you know he's making the movie. Same and yeah, yeah, yeah you know, very kind of him. He's working hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, doing it for them. So I said Elroy. I mean, he does the. It, that's what everybody remembers this episode. I think for is the white people encouraging. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> Fair. Nothing super crazy. Any uh, Christian? Yeah. I said Abed as well oh, Abed. for for that. Um, the the just making the movie and yeah, being all around great guy. Yeah, extra credit. Like I mentioned, Stacy was played by. Dan Harmon's then wife. I didn't write down her name. Um, but then the reason that Abed doesn't appear in this episode is like he's just his voice is because Danny Pudi was filming a pilot for another show. Oh, okay. This. So like he did his, which was happened multiple times in this show. I feel like Pierce did that one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Danny I thought, Pudi see, was, I saw that note that you had in the, in the comments that we have. And I thought like, wait, there's going to be an Abed spinoff, but you're like, no, just a pilot for a TV different. show. I'm so, I'm so used to, you know, Stranger Things season two, Oh, it's a back to part. Here's some people you've never seen before. <laughs> I don't know why they're in this episode. I don't know possibly what we were going to do with them. But if you like them, I guess we could give you a show about, you know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> I hate how stupid people think season, we are. All of season two in general, I think. Oh, sucks. Stranger Things. I don't really love season two. Hmm. Hmm. That could be our next podcast. Season two of Stranger Things. <laughs> only season two. <laughs> Billy jerk. <laughs> <laughs> 11, more like 10-year-old. Yeah. Oh, acting, right? Oh. Act your age. <laughs> Millie Bobby, get out of here. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brout. Yeah. <laughs> Brout. Brout. Uh, oh, sounded better in my head. Oh, well. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, in conclusion, marked in red. Any, you guys have any nitpicks for the episode? Hmm. It just would have been better with the original crew. It would have been. Yeah. And again, I, fe- been. I think they should have yeah. swapped around this episode and the silver balls episode in terms of like, this is like right before the last episode. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I kind of, I agree with your partner, Sam, that like in an incest plot line, like I think it was the point was that it's so ridiculous that obviously only community would tackle it. Like I think that's what they're going for. But I'm like, but that's going to be the taste I have in my mouth going into the last episode. Like, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want my cousin's taste in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> and i wish that we could see some more of like the ensemble like professor professor garrity or yeah. um do we see officer kakowski i don't no. think so you know really like, nobody at the wedding besides the seven right and which it's probably weird that they got invited and or maybe they invited everybody else and nobody else went but the right. seven was like gonna be nice you know mm-hmm. right but it would be kind of nice to have, or like the reception afterwards, like just have people that we've seen in the like show. Like Leonard's there. Well, yeah. 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 Taking the food or something. Right. Because it's free. Or, <laughs> so, I mean. We started looting. <laughs> yeah. And this episode felt, I mean, it's definitely, obviously it's a mockumentary, or it's a documentary, right? It kind of feels like an homage to like The Office a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, there's definitely like some cringe type humor, humor and some of the scenes that 
feels like it would come from the office. Like obviously the reveal that uh, them finding out that they're cousins because mm-hmm. Jeff's speech that feels like it'd be kind of from the office maybe. Um, like them crashing the wedding and like I think Chang falls over the bush or something, right? <laughs> or like trips over it. Um, like that, and then like just like sitting on people's like laps and like taking their chairs it feels again very like cringy office wise humor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think I probably had the most cinematic movie experience, uh, wedding experience out of anybody. Did I? I think I told you guys about this that I had a friend who got married a couple months ago. Um, his friend, friend that I was really close with in college, um, of the opposite gender. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know, like, you know, we got to like in chemistry. Like, I think just maybe one day, you know, like down the road, like it'll work out. Maybe we get married, you know. So I went to her wedding uh, to not me. <laughs> and um, I got there and I was sitting in like the second to last row with I had, I brought somebody like a friend with me. And then I met I saw somebody there that I knew and he was sitting by himself. And so while we were sitting there, they took the last row behind us. Like they just got rid of the chairs because nobody was there. And then they were like, hey, um, we're going to take away this row of chairs too. Can you guys move up actually? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. I can, we can do that. And so they moved me to the second row behind the family. Like there were still family members in the second <laughs> row. Um, and there was a pillar right in front of my seat because there were only three seats left. And I was second one in. The pillar was right there. And so the pillar is right in front of where my friend was standing. You know, mm-hmm. so like I had to like lean over to like see what was going on. I had a great view of the groom, you know, to see what was that. <laughs> and it wasn't me. Um, <laughs> but um i was just like how huh, the irony of this is not lost on me that you know I, I, yeah. i'm going to this friend's wedding i'm being supportive you know thing, th- things things could be sad you know mm-hmm. if i was thinking too much into it but i'm happy for her she's happy that's all that matters and now there's just this giant stone pillar in front of me like <laughs> i felt like a community character or an office character or a fraser character yeah you know yeah. but then there was no there was no camera for me to to gym you know <laughs> so you know i but but they weren't cousins, you know, so <laughs> uh, silver lining. Exactly. <laughs> all good things. All good things. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I mean, not really uh, nitpicks or anything like that. Do you guys already give your ratings? I don't think we've given ratings yet. Oh, okay. Eight and a half. Mm. I said eight. Um, actually, I think I'm kind of eight and a half. I'll bump it up. I feel like I was kind of low on that. I, I, I like the episode. There's really nothing I don't like. Maybe besides the fact that it's the second to last one, you know, it just mm-hmm. kind of sucks. It's yeah. not the show's fault. Or it's not. I did the show's fault, I guess. It's not the episode's fault. It's solid from start to finish. Like the whole way through them at the apartment getting ready is fun. Obviously, we talked about the the um impressions and then obviously at the wedding is is hilarious and the reception is fun. I mean a lot happens. Um it feels kind of some of it feels improvised a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe it was. They're like, hey, we're not gonna get a redo for a season seventh season. Let's just go on. Like I, I mean, some of it could have been. I don't know. But it, it just feels like some of it feels very realistic. Like, oh, this actually is how people at weddings act. Like, oh, you yeah. know, this could they just actually be got like, drunk. This or... actually could have been an actual wedding that they just filmed at while they were there. You know, to... <laughs> like like how the maid of honor was just like, and that's her first time. And, yeah. and like Jeff was like, get her a straight jacket. She's not well. <laughs> oh, really? She's just, she starts crying. Like, yeah, <laughs> read, he's being a little mean. Oh, he's reading the room. Everybody needed that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is normally how not at our wedding, but normally how maid of honor and Mm -hmm. best man speeches go (laughs) whenever they're like i'm just gonna speak off the cuff yeah (laughs) like our friend our friend who got married and we all went to his wedding and the guy walked up he's like i don't really know what i'm doing but i have no i I feel like i've got a good sense of it so i've known him for a long time and we're like oh Oh, geez the guy who had kidney stones from uh the bachelor party he's got punched in the kidneys oh Uh, i know you're talking about what's his name uh I don't even think it was. It was. It was our. Bri- it was the groom's friend. We didn't know him until the br- gr- the groomsman party. It was the 
it was the bachelor party that we we all got invited to and, and we had no, a fight night yeah. yes yeah nice. <laughs> yeah. I, was not, I wasn't gonna say the name but yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> not your yeah <laughs> you killed you, kill, you killed yours my what your best man speech I, oh I, I sorry i thought you meant i killed like i killed who yeah. sorry <laughs> i think about a weekly i appreciate about it yeah, yeah i appreciate it. did anybody record it Oh, I should have. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I should. I didn't think about it in the moment, but I, I literally played in my head. I'll be like, "You said I could be good at business." <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget that. <laughs> Christian, I'm sorry. I forgot the one you gave it our wedding. That's no, okay. It's it's. A, you, I mean, it's probably recorded at the probably. session. It was remember. something along the lines of like, "Before Ethan met Kayla, he was miserable. He was a jackass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he couldn't was the most. <laughs> you, you couldn't trust him. He he didn't have a job. Yeah, um, <laughs> an addict." Yeah, <laughs> turn his life around with Michaela. Yeah, uh, I said along the lines of like Ethan. I think it had to do with our childhood, probably. Probably, yeah. yeah. You know, and Kayla uh, said like Kayla brings out the best in everybody, and uh, yeah, I really don't remember because it was several years ago, and I didn't want to have alcohol in front of my grandparents. Was like, raise your beverage of choice. I have Dr Pepper. This is Dr Pepper <laughs> in this class right here, and toast the couple. Yeah, we could talk times. about weddings. A lot. That could be our next podcast rating. Yeah. Rating wedding. <laughs> rating podcast. Yeah. yeah. Rating, rating wedding. R a i d i n g, not r a t i n g. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever a rating? Oh yourself? no, I didn't. Um. So you guys got married in the same town, which is kind of fun. Yeah, yeah we did. Not yeah. the same place, but same I've been. Town. So uh-huh. I I had been in three weddings. Two of them were at the same venue, and then one of them was at like yours was like right down the street, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um. So out of you know, I haven't been to a whole lot of weddings. I'd say um, I've been to a couple in Richmond. Oh, sorry. I mean, there's a town that uh, is a certain city in Virginia as well. Um, <laughs> so I'd say I would say I would give it a uh, the city that you guys got married in out of the city that I had just random people get married into. So Deal. yeah, pretty solid episode. You know, um, I, you know, I, I was trying to pull out a, a reasonable, um, you know, rating for our second to last community episode of all time. So I feel like you know, yeah. You know, people getting married, it's a happy time. You know, yeah. I haven't, I have yet to do it and that's totally okay. <laughs> well, you can't prove that. You can't prove that. <laughs> you can't prove that. I will, I will admit, you know, I haven't, but you know, it's, it's all good. You know, um, what I have done is, um, watch the season finale, series finale of Community. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and you too, you could as well with the low price of Hulu plus Disney for eleven ninety nine a month. <laughs> um, did not get paid to say that. It's, um, Yeah. What 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 are your guys' thoughts whenever you watch a series finale? In general, so there are like two sets of shows for me that I watch. One set, um, they are called WFL shows. That means wait for the finale, mm. um, or wait for finale. Excuse me. Wait. WFL. Sorry. WFF. Wait for wait. Finale. Yeah, wait for the finale. What's the oh, sorry. WTF shows my wait uh, till waiting till finale. Oh, yeah. So that that became like, you know, um, <laughs> my star controversy. Brooklyn Nine Nine became a show like that for me. Where I just <laughs> waited till finale. Um, That's what the whole last season felt like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like say the joke. Again. We talked about this. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Say the joke. He <laughs> said the thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, they did another. They did another heist. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like that show. Um, Archer is like that for me. Um, a couple of different shows like that that like I started with and I liked, but then I'm just like I, I can't keep doing. You kind of fall off a little bit, yeah. yeah. And then there's shows like Community that you know, um, you watch all the way through, you're committed, you're invested, and you get to it, and it's just you know, um, you like you reminisce. For me, you reminisce about all the time <laughs> that like 
that show you gave you joy. Right. The time that the characters spent together and then you feel like you spent with the characters. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And like just the, the the reality that like, you know, after this episode, I'm going to click my phone closed or click cl- close my laptop mm-hmm. or turn off the TV. And, and, gonna, I, and you can't watch it through the, for the first time again. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And you can, I mean, you're like, yeah, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, I'll come back and I'll start it over and I'll feel sad all over again. But yeah. for now, yeah, it's, yeah, something, something ending. Um, if you had a, if you had to have a list of shows, I mean, potentially even if you called it a, a Rushmore, maybe of, <laughs> of shows, like, like show finales that like gave you the best, like dopamine, like best show finales basically that you Well, no, I mean, I mean like for you specifically, yeah, yeah like yeah. the shows that like finales that you watched that gave you the most like, okay, yeah, yeah, this is kind of good. Hmm. I'd say Community Frasier for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like even though Frasier ends on a sad note. Yeah. Like, it is kind of optimistically. I mean, yeah. kind of not. Because he like ends up going on a plane back. You don't really know yeah, what. Yeah, because he's, he's gonna like follow Laurel Lenny to Chicago, yeah, and right. it's like we, we, we don't know. nothing's gonna happen, right? Exactly. Yeah. And it's like classic. Is it Laurel that he follows? Yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Laurel Lenny's character. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and like the scene of him like signing off for the last time. Yeah. Behind oh. him. Yeah. <laughs> Waterworks. Yeah. Oh. Um. I think. Mean, what, what? So you said yeah, Frasier and Frasier Community. community. You have four. I thought I thought the office did good yeah. with especially with bringing Michael back for that yeah. last episode. Michael, you came. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, and I feel you, like all my kids are growing up and they got married to each other. Yeah, <laughs> which I ironically bring back the incest theme. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I had a nickel for every time on this podcast we talked about. Yeah, if we track every single NBC show that's ever ended, they all they based all, up, on a metric yeah. of how many incest jokes they make. Yeah, <laughs> you so see it's surprisingly. <laughs> the show has an average of one point five incest jokes per, yeah. per series per finale. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah versus uh, CBS's conservative point seven. I mean, yeah, <laughs> ABC coming in at a point zero one because they're the Family Channel. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I guess they'd be higher if they're the Family Channel, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I would add. We can, we can have a collective Rushmore. I think this is a collaborative because we would both have. I think I, Frazier. those three. I agree. With um, mm-hmm. the fourth one. I, I would say Mash. Goodbye, farewell, Amen. Ooh, I don't. You, you said you haven't seen it, right? Not the way through. Yeah. That's it's, a pretty famous. It is finale. because it's mm-hmm. um, it lasts longer than the Korean War, and so everyone's like, "Yeah, how are you going to finish it?" And it's uh, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's like an hour and a half long. Like it's basically like a feature film. I mean, not quite, but it's it's really powerful. Um, I mean, you could. I think people who like. New Girl, I just haven't got, like, I don't hate it. I used to not like it, and now I'm just like, if it's on, I'll watch it. I watched it all the way through, but I have seen, seen the finale of it, and so I think it's supposed to be pretty impactful for the people who like it, you know? Yeah. Um, maybe Parks and Rec. Uh, I have a hot take. I don't like the Parks and Rec finale. It's it's too kumbaya for me. Honestly, I can't even really picture it right now. It's like, it's kind of like a fast flash forward for every single character, and like yeah. what they did. Like, Tom is married to Lucy. Is that her name? He like wrote a book, I think. Hmm. Uh, Gary is like the mayor, mayor and he dies. So like 95 or something. Yeah, I think he dies. Yeah. They go to his funeral. Um, I mean, I think Leslie's like a senator and Ben's. Oh, that's right. Because like Joe know? Biden's in it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, aged well. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what Andy and April are doing or Ron for that. Or Ron's a park ranger. That's national right. Park mm-hmm. Oh, that. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. That struck a chord. Yeah. The the Buddy Holly song that plays. Yeah. yeah. Buddy. Buddy. Yeah. yeah. Buddy. Is that Buddy Holly? That's not Buddy Holly. It's, no, it's uh, Kenny. Hank Williams? I don't know. Willie Nelson? Willie Nelson. Yeah, Actually, yeah, right. Willie Nelson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not Buddy Holly. <laughs> yeah, every time every time I watch that and that, that song plays, I'm like, ah, yeah. You guys like that one, though? I, I, I It's fine. I, yeah. I understand. I, for me, it's a little too kumbaya. Mm-hmm. See, here's, um, here's, here's why I like it. Um, and I've talked about this a couple times in the pod, so this is nothing new. So long time fans of the show, you know, this is a little <laughs> callback. Um, Shout out Cristobal. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is he, if he's, has he, have, have we had persistence on that? Has he still? I haven't seen man, anything. Yeah. We, we, we miss you, man. Where are you, Cristobal? Are you still alive? But, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, season seven, Ron Swanson is just really, really sad, you know, yeah. for, for mm-hmm. me, because it's this, you know, again, every, he says like, whenever I looked up, everything was different. And that's what Jeff goes through in this episode, right? He's like, mm-hmm. I, I was trying to be the first person out of here when I got here, you know, I was just trying to get my law degree, but now I'm going to be the last person to leave essentially, you know, maybe, maybe he, she has, or he has new friends with like Frankie, you know, and maybe yeah. the Dean, <laughs> but you know, there's, the, there's the, his, his like, his like spinoff is like Garrett and Vicky and yeah. the kid with the Afro, yeah. black, kept- af- black Afro. <laughs> <laughs> um, skull cap. Yeah. Skull cap. Um, <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, this, this isn't the same, you know? So I'm, I'm trying to recreate this experience, but it's obviously I can't. And so mm-hmm. when when can I when can I leave? When can I let go? And uh, that's what I thought. One of the you know my A pluses was Annie being like, maybe you should kiss me now because that way you won't regret it. I'll reg- you know she's like I'll regret the kiss for a couple of weeks. I'm in my 20s, so mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like playing off of that, you know. Um, but uh, I don't know. I think I think I still have bits of that that I feel with the school that we all went to because I allegedly work for that school. Um, you can't prove that, but, and so sometimes I'm like, yeah, this isn't the same, like it's the same place. Like the campus is, I mean, it's changed, like it's the same institution, but it's different for me because I'm not meeting Jonathan at our ministry for the first time. And I'm not, you know, going to a Starbucks date, you know, yeah. with somebody and then not having it work out after that, you Playing know, volleyball, and volleyball yeah, and walking, you know, going and out at eating. walks at two in the morning, going to be dubs, yeah. going to be dubs, right. <laughs> okay. Cease. Ugh. They you don't. Know, they, where, where, yeah. where Jonathan would never get anything, but he'd go with you. Well, the issue is that they don't make the cookies the same anymore. They don't. Oh, they're, they're terrible. Now, yeah. they're, Casey's corporate is ruining this, yep. this country. You know, <laughs> I remember whenever they were like sell it, like wrapped in like actual like cling wrap. You know, yeah. and like the cookies were like deli style. Like if you mm. get like a sandwich, like a Panera. Like yeah. oh, now they're just like me. Mm-hmm. You know? very old. Yeah, 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 they're not fresh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if they do. They make them at corporate and then bring them probably, in. Now, probably, honestly, yeah, it's- <laughs> bringing them on the on the truck. I think of. Uh, did you watch Last Man Standing? Nah, nah. There's nar. There was an episode where there was this girl <laughs> who wanted to come in. So like his 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 company that he works for is like a Cabela's. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, Outdoor Man is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And this lady comes in. She's like, I think we need to have a rebranding. And she cho- shows like the new face of the company, and it's, and it's just ODM. Uh, and it's like a gray circle and black text, and she wants to make this very corporate. Like every time I see the Casey's thing now, I'm like, that's what happened. Like, yeah, it's no longer the the friendly store. You know, it's mm-hmm. the, oh, grab your gummy bottle rockets for Fourth yeah. of July and grab- get our app. Yeah, yeah, yeah become a member, <laughs> get the points. Yeah, someday you'll buy your own franchise. Yeah, Climb the ladder. Everybody has the same opportunity. Exactly, it's <laughs> a country of capitalism. Get ahead. You know. Only only buy gas from us, and then we'll only give you like twenty points for it. You mm-hmm. know, like. <laughs> Yeah, we had pizza. Don't forget, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Midwest pizza. Where 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 else are you gonna go? You're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> Hunt Brothers. Are you serious, Hunt yeah. Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so things ending. This episode is things ending. Hard for you. It's mm-hmm. hard for me. Yeah. So did you have any A plus scenes from this? <laughs> yeah. Episode? yeah. Um, like I, I mentioned, I like Frankie's pitch. I think I mentioned I I confused that with the last episode, but where she doesn't know what an episode looks like and i think that's very clever for the showrunners because they are like what do you guys want us to do go with seventh season with who with who jeff mm-hmm. and and these these random strangers bring in five new people you know and so um i think it's kind of a funny little like tongue, like tongue-in-cheek thing of like okay yeah like we could keep going but it's not it's not gonna do anything um mm-hmm. 
I kind of perked up the first time I saw Chang's pitch because um, he has um, uh, Mr. Mr. Icehead or whatever, and it's vo- he's, oh, voiced, yeah. he's voiced by um, Royland. Yeah, yeah, Royland. Yeah, I forgot his name, and so it's like, hey, I know that guy's voice. It's, it's Morty. It's Rick and Morty. <laughs> look, I, look I, I know the thing. It's yeah, a thing. I... It's a thing. <laughs> um, which, <laughs> and Jeff's like, you just looked at your cup, and that was the first thing you saw. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> um, we do get a little cameo from Shirley though, which is kind of nice. You have mm-hmm. Cole Brown coming back. Pretty That's quick. Well. It's pretty short too. Yeah, yeah, it's just like a like a quick little segment. Um, but I like whenever Jeff and Annie have that conversation because they're talking about like he wishes that he could be young and she wishes that she could have that stability. And he's like, I want to have a penny on you those boring ass Marvel movies. And I want my <laughs> opinion to matter to those who make it. And she's like, Yeah, I know, right? They're not that good. It's just a fun little because you know, like the Russo brothers help direct some yeah. of them and mm-hmm. all that fun stuff. And so. Um, <laughs> I just I every time I watch that line I chuckle. I always feel like it happens sooner in the series too. But mm. they don't really start making um jabs at it until like this season cuz like Officer Kakowski did it a couple episodes ago, but yeah, nothing nothing super crazy. And then I think, you know, um whenever the ends of the earth by Lord Huron plays oh, at the end, yeah, yeah. Ah, that's when the waterworks come because yeah. that's whenever he like hugs Abed and mm-hmm, you know Annie everybody. and they head off and then you're finally like, yeah, Jeff is like He's by himself now. Like, he's going to go visit Britta at the at the bar, you know? Like, mm-hmm. maybe go sit in the dean's office and be like, well, I guess I better get going now. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good choice for the ending. And Lord Huron in general, like, they are very, like, wanderer, explorer, you know, band. So it's, it fit, And it fits for the Colorado theme, too. Every time I go out to Colorado, I always listen to Lord Huron. I, uh, I allegedly actually went and watched them in Colorado as a, as a concert. But What? Um, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good ending. I mean, nothing really, really happens, you know, per se, but it doesn't have to, cause it's that nice conclusion for, for people, you know? Yeah. That's a good point. Cause really like the theme of the season, like obviously, um, season five was save Greendale. We had a save Greendale committee yeah. and all that stuff. This season, which is the whole time they were just trying to make money, like with Frankie, money. like, you know, this scheme or, Oh, if we do the iPad on the, um, what's called scooter things and they say we'll give us hundred thousand dollars and like the whole time yeah. just the whole th- reason we have to do the hand thing is just to make money and stuff like that for the school and it was kind of interesting to me i feel like that that aspect of like an overarching plot to the season was like not that stressed like and which is fine but then that leads to like not a big payoff um, yeah. because like i mean Honestly, maybe you guys missed, like, maybe you guys picked up on this. I didn't know that Annie was, like, potentially going to leave for an internship or whatever. She didn't mention it's not really. It's not mentioned until this episode, really. Yeah. Yeah. And then same thing with, with Abed. Yeah. With, like, it's not like, oh, I applied for this, and they said it in passing, like... In the, the first episode of the season, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay. So that's, what, that, that, that's what's missing in this finale. There's no, like, season-long payoff or something like that that were, oh, okay, what's going to... What question are we going to answer? There, mm-hmm. there's no really overarching question to answer, which is fine. Like we saw a right, we had I, a, an enjoyable time, time right? Time. <laughs> and maybe that's kind of what they were focusing on with this last. Like we're just going to have a good old time, you know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like whenever you go to a concert and people are like, we're going to leave everything that we have out here for you all. So yeah. make sure you clap your hands. <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of like that, I think, but a little bit discordant. Would you say like it doesn't quite, mm-hmm. res- it doesn't quite, quite yeah. land? Yeah, I'd say that too. I do appreciate that. I think that's why I this finale for me is up on the Matt Rushmore. I and like I mentioned with the Parks and Rec one, and I, I, the reason I don't like that one is because they have to give every single character a resolution. And I think sometimes I'm okay with not having a resolution for every single character. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it is nice. I mean, I know you get, if you get attached to these characters, it's nice. And like, well, they lived happily ever after, right? Um, but like in, in this case, really only we know that Annie's going to LA. LA? No, she's going to DC. her internship, like NTDC. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, Abed's going to LA. It's like, that's all we know. We don't know what Jeff's going to do next. We don't know what the Dean's going to do next. Or if Frankie's going to stay, is Britta just going to start working? Like, we don't know. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. leaves, it's at the bar, then it, like, it cuts off and that's it. We don't know. And I think there's honestly something kind of nice that they don't try to like wrap all that mm-hmm. into, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It, uh, I think one of the reasons why it's so sad is because it, it reminds me of when, before Pierce dies, but whenever Chevy Chase was like leaving the show mm-hmm. and Pierce's seat was empty and like they made a point about that. Like you, you look at, I mean, I'm looking right now at a screenshot of like, yeah, the fi- like the rest of the Greendale committee or whatever, like at the bar. And it's like, oh, Chang's there. Remember whenever Chang tried to kill the school and oh, the Dean's there. No, Britta's there. But like, I think I noticed more like who's not there. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, and it's, and it's, yeah, you, you, you want to hope that like, in another maybe maybe Troy will come back and Britta he and Britta will will work things out like maybe you know mm-hmm. um you you always kind of want to have that headcanon and that's why in some ways like I'm excited for the movie don't get me wrong like I'm really excited mm-hmm. I mean but I think I'm gonna treat it as like oh this is a nice like what if scenario like I don't know if I'm gonna really actually enjoy it because I don't think any of my expectations can be met does that make sense? Like, not that I don't yeah. think the Schroeders can yeah. do a good job. I'm like, I want to prepare myself to not go into it with any expectations yeah. to just enjoy it. You Which know, I think they're going to approach it like, because in my head, like, I always thought that the movie would be like another paintball episode. Like, because mm. I feel like. Just like a bigger budget. Yeah, because you know how like the Simpsons movie is just a big Simpsons plot. Yeah. And like, it's just, a, just bigger. And like, you know. The Ed and Eddie, or not Ed and Eddie, the Even Stevens movie is just an Even Stevens plot in Hawaii. Right. So, like, they just, you know, did everything and turned up the budget. And, what? like, yeah. And, and so, maybe not, and now, maybe not paintball. And I, I think they'll answer some questions about the characters. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that, like, in the movie. And, like, hey, what are you guys up to now? But in my head, I, like, yeah, I think you're right. It's not going to just be like some, you know, it's going to just be like pay off, pay off, pay off, pay off for, for, Oh, Jeff and Annie get together and get married and have three kids. Right, yeah. And exactly. Abed's a star producer. And like, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be like, again, one like big last episode, like one big last. I, I think so. Yeah. We find out that Pierce never died, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm back. I'll be a living. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, Troy was stranded on a desert Island and, you know, he, he comes back and he's all disheveled and has a big long beard and all that. Mm-hmm. I what think it'd it, be funny if they, in the movie, they just make him come back as Childish Gambino. Like he became yeah. a rapper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like it. What I what I don't want to happen, and I feel like I can predict this, I feel like there are a lot of movies that people look forward to and they're like really excited, but then the shorters will just make a random decision and you don't know what. Like I, I feel like what they're going to do is make Jeff the center plot line and in his head, he's going to be really resistant to the group getting back together for some reason until mm. the very end of the movie. <laughs> it's not going to feel deserved whenever he finally is like, oh, I'm back with my group. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know why I think that. But kind of kind of like with, I guess, the Frasier reboot is it's like I didn't really want there to be one because mm-hmm. I think the story has been told. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. if I do watch the Frasier reboot, I'm not going to have any expectations about it. I'm just going to be like, okay. I get to see this character that I've loved for years and he's, he's back, you know, there is another chapter there. So, um, we can, we can definitely have a rewatch pod though, or a watch pod of the movie whenever it comes out. For sure. <laughs> Are we going to do it live again? Got no, we, we won't do that. Never, <laughs> never. Again. Unless we it. live stream it. Um, I, yeah, I don't, 
Jonathan, have you given your A plus yet? We've been talking. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I like the conversation. Obviously, this is the last one. So yeah. Um. Well, the other A plus. Yeah, we talked about Ice Cube Head, Seth Green. He's like a two thousands relic. I, yeah. I, I, anytime I see Seth, it's a really Green, random it, appearance. It's you know, it's like yeah, it's it's comforting. So mm-hmm. how about you guys? Yeah, his very two thousands. Uh, I mean, Abed's speech about TV is you know great and honestly I, I pulled it up i want to read some of it because it's i don't want to it's great um he's like talking about what tv is and said their skill to it more importantly it has to be joyful effortless fun tv defeats its own agenda when it's or if defeats its own purpose when it's pushing an agenda or trying to defeat other tv or being proud or ashamed or be or ashamed of itself for existing it's tv it's comfort it's a friend you've known so well and for so long you just let it be with you and you need to be okay for it to have a bad day or phone in a day. And it needs to be okay for it to get on a boat with a Var Burton and never come back because eventually it all will. Like that's probably the most like heartbreaking line of the whole show maybe. Mm-hmm. But also like, I mean, it's poignant. Like it is, it is nice at the same time, kind of like not hopeful, but I don't know. And it's just a nice like kind of summary of like the beauty of TV, but also like life itself yeah. and how the parallels are. Yeah, Demi, you guys have any thoughts about that? It's a pretty, and that's a pretty like obviously vital part of the episode. I feel like, or big like moment of the episode. Have any other thoughts about the speech? Or, I mean, I, I like how he almost apologizes. You know, he says like it's okay for it to have a bad day or to phone mm-hmm. it. Like, not every episode is going to be a ten out of ten, <laughs> ten out of ten, or a raising canes or a you know Arthur's perfect Christmas level episode. <laughs> we call that a callback. But uh, yeah, I feel like I've grappled with that a lot more recently. Of like. You know, we, we, people always say like, oh, you know, it's all going to work out. It's all okay. Like everything's fine. You know, like it's going to all work itself out. Um, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And I think we all believe that deep down, but I think maybe we don't want to because maybe like the way it works out is going to be disappointing. And if it's disappointing, does that mean that we shouldn't be hopeful? Because as Frankie once said, hope is pouting in advance. So maybe the opposite is true. Maybe not hoping is pouting in advance. Because if you're, if you, if you keep your hopes, if you, lower your expectations then you are you're already like mourning the loss of something that hasn't happened yet and so um i <laughs> sorry i went on a tangent i it was that struck something into me but i think i think for for abed right tv has been his coping mechanism for so long and um he's kind of like speaking it's like dan Harmon speaking through or uh, it's like us the audience speaking through abed to the characters of like you guys were the reason that we had comfort and you guys were the ones who maybe didn't always land it and that's that's okay you know like we we appreciate that so yeah abed's speech is great jeff has a good speech at the end about like wanting mm-hmm. to stay young that scene with yeah. him and annie mm-hmm. is great um i think it's kind of cool i mean i something i really hadn't thought about when the when i watched this show initially but with re-watching this this week um kind of thought about like the full circle and maybe this is obvious to you guys and i just am just dumb but the full circle of like the beginning of the show, Abed only lived through TV. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, we have the episode where he creates the TV shows in his head because he thinks everybody's going to leave him. You mm-hmm. know, he has like Greendale babies and stuff. Yep. And meanwhile, Jeff is the one that's like, he's coming in. I think we've talked about this. He's coming in to get his degree and get out. And like by the end of the show, it's the it's flipped where like Abed's the one that's like fine. He's uh, accepted like it's okay to leave and like move on. And TV's not the most i mean he's going to be a producer but like that's not or he's going to work for a tv show but that's not all there is to life and there's more to it um than just watching tv and expressing yourself through tv and whereas jeff is the one that's like struggling to leave or or for people to leave i guess he doesn't want to leave greendale now and so i mean that's mm. i mean that's pretty obvious but it's still cool like that full circle of i guess growth for them 
Yeah. And just how this resolves that for Jeff and Annie. Um, I'm personally fine without the kiss, but they do it well enough that it's not creepy. Yeah. And it doesn't feel forced. Yeah. You know? Because she's like, you better kiss me now or you might regret it for the rest of your life. And which I, I think is a good line, yeah. honestly. So. And I do like, I think, the mechanism. Because Jeff has that line. He says, like, I let you go for my hands and my head and my heart, which cynics say is code for the penis, wants what it wants. But I let you go. So it's like, <laughs> I think he... Because they, because it's right after you know they have that conversation. So he's like, I think, I think what I want is to be young, but if I can't do that, I want you. But he think he knows, like for uh-huh. her, it's best if if he doesn't, you know, or if they don't. And life circumstances are going to say not, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be like that thing, you know, where he's like, you know, yeah, if if we could, that would be great. But since we can't, like, I'm going to accept it because I I care about you more than just like a love interest. Like I. Yeah, people people that you really do care about of the opposite gender, like if you really do care about them, then you'll be okay if they end up with somebody else. But if you just if you're gonna be bitter and like resent them for it that they reject you, then like you didn't really ever care about them to begin with. You know what I mean? Um, I think I don't know. It's it's a really I, it's, I feel like it's a universal story to to be able to tell that people can relate to of some sense of like you know missed chances and lost love and um, trying to process through all of that and just. Um, the end of eras, you know, especially for Anna, she's in her 20s, Annie, she's in her 20s. So it's the start of a brand new one. I think for Jeff, it's more of the closing of an old one. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's something powerful there too about the the Jeff speech about like he wants to, he wants to be young again. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember exactly what he says, but he talks about like having, kind of what you talked about, like the freedom of like being in college and uh, going to Buffalo Wild Wings and having a coffee date. Like mm-hmm. that, the innocence of when you're younger versus Annie, who was like the opposite. She's ready to grow, like be an adult, which we've kind of seen that through the show. She wants to be known as more than just like a, a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but like they're kind of not necessarily going different directions, but they both have like different stages of their life. I mean, they are in different stages of their lives, obviously, because they're different ages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, they both have to like come to grips with what they are wanting versus like what's possible. You know, Annie wants to be older and like, I guess mature, but she's like, there's a process. She can't just be there. You know, she has to go get the internship and like work away up, you know, and there's some thing about just enjoying the journey too, I guess. For sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, also the board game end tag on the little lighter <laughs> note. That's pretty, uh, well, not well it's lighter not a lighter note. note. Yeah. It's a pretty dark note, but it's, mm-hmm. a, it's probably one of the best end tags of the whole show. Doesn't have any of the characters in it. It's just, do you want to just, do you want to just read through the entire disclaimer at the end? I can't, it's pretty long. I'm yeah. Guessing. I mean, dice not included. Simply required lines between perceptive desire, perception, desire, and reality may become blurred, redundant, and interchangeable. Characters may hook up with no regard for your emotional investment. Some episodes <laughs> too conceptual to be funny and some too funny to be immersive. Some so immersive, they still aren't funny. Consistency between seasons may vary. Viewers may be measured by a secretive obsolete system based on selected participants keeping handwritten journals of what they watch, which is, you know, is some, like some Nielsen th- stuff, right? Right. And like, uh, you know, Get the show getting canceled. Show may be canceled and moved to the internet where it turns out tens of millions are watching the whole time may not matter. Fake commercial may end with disclaimer gag, which may descend into vain Czech lore-esque rant by a narcissistic creator. Creator may be unstable. Therapist may have told creator, this is not how you have, this is not how you make yourself a good person. Life may pass while we ignore or mistreat those closest to us. Those closest to us may be watching, be those watching. Those people may want to know I love them, but I may be incapable of saying it. Contains pieces that are the size of a silent esophagus. Um, it's a lot. You're right, Ethan. It's a lot, but it's obviously Dan Harmon using that as a you know this one last joke. But I'm just going to be honest because I can't mm-hmm. say it to people. Um, 
and that's I mean Dan Harmon as a creator you know I I haven't finished Harmon Town but I've started watching it and it's like his it's 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 um I don't really know how to describe it but like I see his I see him as somebody who sees himself as like a tragic figure hmm. of like I mean obviously he battles with like mental illness and depression and uh, obviously people love his stuff you know he's he's made some mistakes and he's he's owned up to them um, but it almost seems like he's somebody who even though he can get better, he still has like deep down that just sense of like, but what, like, when is that enough? Like when, when, when have I, when, I, when can I say that I've created something good? Like, when can I say that I'm a good person? When can I say that I'm successful? And I think for him, maybe he's not ever going to get there, but I think for him, cause I, cause I mean, I guess I can speak for myself that I feel some of those same things sometimes. And it's like, I don't want to get to a point necessarily where I just say like, oh yeah, that's enough. But I want to know that I'm on, a, on my way to doing that. Like I always want to be on my way to say that knowing that like it's always in front of me. I don't ever want to say like, well, I'm never going to be somebody who makes a TV. You know, like I feel like Dan Harmon could have any time quit, you know, maybe as soon as this, the show was ended, he could have said like, okay, well that's enough. You know, the, the ratings hate us, you know, and just given up. And then he would be like, well, I'm never going to be enough for this, you know? And he, he went the opposite route. Um, so yeah, again with that with that monologue, there's a lot in it, but it's it's a perfect capsule of the show itself, the 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 mind behind the show, um, and then I think maybe a little bit cathartic, um, not for us because we want the show to end with Troy coming back and Pierce coming back from the dead and Shirley coming back, but it's you kind of can't sometimes, you know. So it, I think yeah. I think the show ended the way exactly how Dan Harmon would have ended it, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, leading the class, Jeff. Yep, Jeff, 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 Jeff. Yeah, that's yeah. Jeff. I mean, that really everybody, but like Jeff is. It's you know what? Can, can, can we? Can we? Can we give the last episode that everybody leads the class? Or do you guys hate participation trophies? Uh, no, it's not even that. I would. I would just say that, like, really, the rest of the group besides Annie, I guess Abed. It's really just Jeff, Annie, and Abed. Like mm-hmm. Frankie, the Dean, and Chang aren't really there much, except yeah. to just give their pitches for the season. Yeah. So, I don't know. So everybody except for Frankie and Chang. <laughs> Extra credit. I didn't have any. I think, I mean, we mentioned Lord Huron. Great, great, great band. Yep. Um, great choice for the end. Great choice for the end. I agree. Um, what, uh, what, uh, for one last diorama question, maybe this is a little, little fun thing. Like what is a, what is a song or two that you want to have? Like if you're, if you, if you could have a soundtrack going on at any time for your life, like what song would you want to have playing? And, and may, maybe even like when would, when, when would it play? You know, that's a good question. I know. Hmm. I have an idea. I'm gonna go with "Be Calm" by Fun. Ah, yeah, that's my first pick. It's the first pick up on top of my head. Yeah, that's a, that's the thing. Don't think about it too much. Just like what song comes yeah. to your head, right? Because that would that's the song you think about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about I, you guys? Yeah, I would. I would say. I mean, I'd say "Vice Versus" by Switchfoot. I mean, Ooh, I, yeah. I think I think it is a really good like mid aughts, you know, um, CW TV show. Like <laughs> it, would, it, would, it would like fade in, yeah. you know, and then it it quiet down while there's dialogue, and then it. Burst out, you know, the big, big uh, bridge there in the middle. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, you're wiping a table at your bar job and then some lady, some girl that you like walks right. Like, and, hey, and then it quiets down like, oh, hey, <laughs> yeah. And you like you flirt a little bit and then she'll be like, oh, so are you free Friday night? And I'm like, I'll smile. And then the song will just blow up yeah. in the background. <laughs> no, it there's a meaning. Yeah. Um, I don't know when I would necessarily put this, like what moment I would put this in, but it just feels like if I was watching a movie or TV show. This probably would be in there. Uh, intro by M83. It's mm. more of an instrumental yeah. nice. from the Hurry Up, We're Dreaming album. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've heard it, but it's so cool. Um, 
just this like techno right maybe intro, even just while like, you're like you're driving to work right honestly like, i mean kind of or like it, it feels definitely like it would be in like a penultimate climax scene of an episode of a show like almost like a not an end credits song but like the fade out where like you're seeing like this montage of things that people talking yeah. you know yeah yeah that's fun so we have m83 we have fun and we have switchfoot as, as our as our soundtrack bands mm-hmm. i like it i like it um are we gonna give ratings i got I mean, seven I and a half Seven and a half. Yeah. Wow. We, we mad when you watch this? Or? <laughs> Pissed. I was heartbroken. Are you, are you kidding me? Right. Right. Yeah. That, I mean, is that was that why? Because it's the finale. Like you said, it's over. Or it's like not- it's a ten out of ten, but it made me cry, so it loses points. Uh, it was well for me. I just didn't like the pitches. Like I, mm-hmm. I like, um, you know, it's kind of the same energy as the what's it called, um, dice. Oh, the uh, the timeline episode. Yeah, the timeline yeah. like concept. Yeah, that's but fair. just but just not as like. Engaging, yeah, yeah, fun and and stuff like that. So it just didn't work for me. But obviously, you know, it being the final episode of the community and having some really good moments, really powerful moments emotionally, um, that that what that's what really rose the episode up for me. So mm-hmm. that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, I uh, well, we even talked. I forgot about the f bombs in this show or in this episode. <laughs> There's two. Yeah, <laughs> which I, is funny. Um, one, the only nitpick I have really. Um, I don't, I don't like that this episode kind of like makes it obvious that Annie's the ass crack bandit. I feel like it's more fun to not know for sure. Yeah. You know, it'd be like if in the office, if they made like a, the office movie and brought everybody back and they, mm-hmm. you found out that Toby was the, like the screen and like they just flat out said it. Yeah. It's not as fun then, you know, but it's, it's just a minor thing. Um, I give it a nine and a half out of 10. I mean, it's probably one of the best ever for a finale. As we've said, it's mm-hmm. probably on the Mount Rushmore. Um, the pitches are, I mean, yeah, they're not like super funny, but I do enjoy them as kind of like there's, there doesn't really need to be a huge plot for the finale either, I guess, since we're not really like we're trying to wrap stuff up. So mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense in the context of what the show's about really. And it being like meta about a season seven. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, obviously I wish it was like a little longer, just it's like 22 minutes isn't like a really long time to get for a mm-hmm. finale. But as I also said earlier, I also don't like when they have to give each character a, a little like arc, a little right. arc epilogue. So if this is what the best they could do to avoid that is, then I'm fine with it being 22 mm-hmm. minutes. I just miss seeing them, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. I mean, cause like you mentioned the parks and rec finale, like, okay, we love Craig Middlebrook, but like, did he really deserve his own like happy ending? That's thing? what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, like I'm not as attached to him. Exactly. So exactly. I don't like, really, I mean, sure. Yeah. It's Craig, but um, cause a lot of, a lot of those end up like the happy end is like them getting married, you know? Yeah. They like, just, yeah. Getting a relationship, get a relationship a getting married. Yeah. Right. Um, it would, it would be kind of cool for this show, like for them to explore, like what is the happy ending for Jeff? You know, what is the happy ending for, um, for Shirley, you know, because I think the point of the show is that like people don't really get happy endings, you know, like Pierce died, Troy mm-hmm. got lost at sea, you know, Shirley's husband left her again. Yeah. Right? And then we just never saw her again. So it's like, you know, as as nice as it is to have these like bows that we wrap on things and like the the, the show ends with a gag that's like really downing. Um, I feel like the show did explore like what, you know, the, the characters just like ask themselves, like, what is my happy ending? You know what? I've, for so long, I thought, you know, for Jeff is like, I thought getting my law degree was going to make me happy. But then it was the people that I met here, you know, and now the people that I, that I met are leaving. So like, does that mean that I should have never opened myself up to them? Does that mean that the last six years were a lie? Um, does it mean that I can open up to more people? Like, I don't know if it was longer than 22 minutes, I would hope that they would explore something like that. Yeah, but, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, did you give it a rating? 
Yeah, nine and a half. Nine and a half out of ten. The point five is for just kind of being a little rushed, a little short. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I've made my my thoughts and my emotions pretty pretty clear on it. Um, I think the fact that it's a series finale in general already charged up my my just emotional factor, and just I think it, I think it does give you time to feel what you're feeling, which I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. I do think yeah. that, um, yeah, some of like series finales, like you know, Parks and Rec, The Office maybe even Frasier, but it's like so much happens at one time where it's almost like, all right, we got to say goodbye to them and them and them and them. And remember whenever these two people interacted and this is so much fun. <laughs> um, I think this is, you, you kind of, you kind of see it coming the entire episode of like, am I going to be ready for whenever Abed and Annie leave? Cause I know they're going to, I don't think that Jeff's going to convince him to stay. That's not in his mm-hmm. character arc, you know? Um, so it does give you like a slow amount of time to like kind of accept it. It kind of feels like, um, so I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but I went skydiving. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't bring it up. I don't think I actually have brought it up on the podcast. Jonathan, you went skydiving. What, Jonathan? You went skydiving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me, me and my partner Sam. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I got there like an hour and a half before I actually got in the plane. Like, mm-hmm. like that. You signed up for the time that you're supposed to register, not the time you actually jumped out of the plane. So I was there for like an hour and a half terrified right you know but uh the longer i was there you know i could watch the planes come in and the people landed everybody was happy you know the same parachutists were jumping out and getting to the ground repacking their parachutes and going back up into the plane and so i was like okay like yeah like i have time to like process this you know like it's terrifying yeah and like i'm gonna be falling out of the sky here in not too long but i think now like i'm okay with the fact that i'm scared yeah beforehand i think you were like you're just trying to like push it all down and i think that's what i've been doing a lot of this season six is i've just been like i'm in denial that it's coming to an the first time that i watched it was was kind of like that um so i mean definitely not the perfect season or series finale definitely not the perfect season um so i mean i'm gonna give this a community series finale out of a community series finale like the show ended exactly how i Mm. think the circumstances allowed it to Mm -hmm. i think it was even just a you know a a the the turbulent story of community and them getting canceled and brought back like i think this is a a perfect amalgamation of that so for my final rating for series finale of community it's going to get it's going to get its own its own ranking it deserves its own existence nice. man guys that's that's it yeah we've we've graduated from being a rewatch podcast and, we've and just i pronounce you a community yeah i'm glad <laughs> We've had we've had one guest come and go along the way, Kayla. So she's also part of the community. And Remy. Yeah, Remy. Remy here from Say One from Day yeah. One Seven. <laughs> yeah.